Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Table Manners Second Helpings and uh, we had such a hoot with Alan Carr last episode we thought we'd give you another stonker of a comedian this time it was around Covid and we had the brilliant Michael McIntyre I think it was the first podcast he'd ever been on it was back in September 2020 it was when we were only allowed to gather in groups of six. Do you remember that time? Uh, Lenny, you made spiced chicken from a Sabrina Gaynor book, um, simply. Rice with green lentils and raisins. Yum. Wow, I must do that again. Yeah, and a tart to turn. Lovely. Did we go a la mode? Probably. Probably. And he arrived with a thermometer gun to check we were all COVID free, which yeah. made us immediately giggle. Yeah. He was very funny. So funny. So here is Michael McIntyre on Table Manners Second Helper. Michael McIntyre has come through the door with his thermometer. What are you, Jess? What am I? You, you've maintained 36. Oh, thank God. Nice Unbelievable. Lenny is probably... It's like... Unbe- oh, oh! You've shot up. Because oh, it's you! A whole, <laughs> a whole degree. Oh, my God! Since I've arrived, you are very attractive, well, Michael. Oh my it. god! You... By the time I leave, yeah, we might you... have to quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep an eye on that, Lenny. You're at thirty-six point three, and you were thirty-five-five when I arrived. Thank you, Mum. He's hot stuff. I'm not hot stuff. I'm thirty-six. Oh, six. I'm hot <laughs> stuff. <laughs> You're hot stuff. <laughs> Michael anyway. McIntyre, you're here, you're yeah. fucking hilarious, and you're about to say why you love a Jew. Why I love a Jew? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I live in North London, which is in a, in a very Jewish area. Yeah. Um, in Hampstead. Yeah. And I'm moving, I've bought a house in an even more Jewish area. You're going to Golders Green? You're going to the suburb. I'm going to the suburb. I've made it. Michael, you've got Kosher Kingdom near. The you've got green spans. Your chopped liver and your salt You've got a whole community. I've got a mezuzah. You see, you've do got you mezuzahs on the door. Well, I didn't know what a mezuzah I've got was one on my until door. I bought my house from a Jewish man. Yeah. And I thought it was because, for listeners unfamiliar yeah. with a mezuzah, would you explain a what mezuzah. a mezuzah is? It's got a parchment, it's got the scroll inside with it's a little blessing. Be- it's like to protect the house. It's luck. And it's put on a wonk, which always makes you think. Did they mean no, to do it it's like got that? To go yes, why in is a it on the wall? I don't know. And if you do it in the wrong direction, it's, it's a direction wrong. thing. Yeah. It looks like it's, it's been to, put on wrong. Yeah, no, it's got to go like that. 
Right, so I thought it was just a feature on the door. I had no, no idea that it was a mezuzah. And the man who sold me the house showed up at the door a week later. And he said, I've come to get my mezuzah. But of course, I thought he was either drunk or having a stroke because I thought he was trying to say a, a recognised word that obviously began with N. But his face was just falling apart. Poor and thing. I was like, what is it, Eric? And he said, I need to collect my mezuzah. And I was like, oh, my God, something terrible is happening to this man. And then he started pulling at this thing on the door and I thought he'd gone mad. He took them well, I didn't That's know what he was talking about. Generous. I've never Four. heard of the mezuzah. But anyway, incredibly excited to move in in this in my new community, and and this is good. A good. Fantastic. Uh, it's Jewish it's, New Year next week. I can't, yeah, you've got get to, it right. You've got to WhatsApp me honey, all yeah. the information well, so that I can keep up. You know what? Up. Actually, Michael, so I'm actually um, I'm a bad Jew, but I'm I'm becoming having a, a bad. Better, I'm, I'm becoming better a better one. I'm having a bad mitzvah because I have a family of my own yes. and my husband is a goy he he doesn't you know he's he, we had a Jewish wedding but I've decided to have a bat mitzvah to basically pass down all these things to for my your, children for your daughter for my well for my daughter and my son uh, and to be able to do yes. Hanukkah god forbid when mum well I did a Passover for god's sake my I did a Passover has only once. gone up a degree <laughs> god forbid when mum goes the just see if I'm going no you're still fine you Slipped up a little bit. <laughs> we'll keep an eye. Well, we'll get you a mezuzah, but I feel like that's going to be like, I don't know, would a Jew give a mezuzah to no, like a neighbor? Is it like ha- bringing in a baked bread or? No, darling. Okay. But it's I lucky. And I think he sh- it's bad form. Can I sneak a CCTV camera in it? Just to, is it, can, yeah, is it, you can could. it be dual that purpose? Be, that could be dual purpose. I mean, look. Purpose. There's protecting a home and there's protecting a home. I mean, I feel, I feel like maybe if there's some kind of that alarm thing, you can get an app. Maybe we should go into business and develop mezuzahs that are also sort of cameras. Yeah, that's that you good. Could, you know, you can talk to the people. Maybe and, also with a thermometer yeah. for you the COVID as well. Oh, all, please, this will be over This soon. will be... All built into the yeah, mezuzah. Yeah, all in the mezuzah. This is amazing. This is going to be a mystical, we'll magical... We'll go door to door. Dragon's Den. Sorry, hi. <laughs> in the suburb, me and Lenny will hook up. We'll go door to door in the suburb. Selling... We'll, we're selling mezuzah... Tri-purpose. Tri-purpose mezuzahs. They're technical temperature. They're good for CCTV. What's not to like? Another one of my favourite um, Jewish stories. There's a gentleman, and he'll, he'll like that I'm telling this story because he knows that I, I was started to do it on stage a bit. And I think... Oh, goodness, I... Anthony, I nearly forgot his name, Anthony. And uh, he is local. And he, like me, I mean, I don't want to make stereotypical assumptions of Jewish people, but there is a certain neurosis that certainly Jackie Mason would have played Says upon. the guy who brings in the thermometer, but cool. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I share the neurosis. So myself and Anthony would go and watch our sons play football on the weekend in the park, an organised football thing, and all the other parents would leave... But me and Anthony would stay and would have camping chairs because we, we were so worried what would happen to our, you know, what would you, a bubblers, what would happen to our bed? You can't leave. We would just sit and discuss, well, who could leave their children here? It's crazy. Are you a competitive football dad? No, not competitive, just worried. No, I, I, just disc- careful. No, I discourage any kind of, you know, aggression on the pitch in case he would get injured. I was okay, worried, worried about, about him. Injury. I worried about him. And he was worried about his son. So my son gets kicked in a game, and I, and I lose it, and I run on 
and what I shouldn't have done because he's, you know, he's getting a bit older. And I, I'm over the, him and I'm going, you poor dad, daddy's here, daddy's here. And he's looking at me like he hates me. All his friends are going, oh my God, your dad's so embarrassing. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to kiss it better and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, he said to me afterwards, don't you ever do that again. Don't even come to the games. You're an embarrassment. You're the most embarrassing dad in the world. It was tough. Anyway, it turns out that Anthony, a little bit more um, embarrassing than I, the same thing happened to his kid, Daniel. He gets kicked. Anthony unzips his, his coat. Inside it, he's got all these medical supplies. Oh, how funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's also got a spray. You know this? I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, when they're the proper footballers, they, they spray yeah, it to spray, take the pain away. It, yes, they freeze the injury. So oh. he starts running on the pitch. Spray, but he's so keen to spray his child that he starts spraying it while he's running. So he's running and spraying, shouting, Daniel! Daniel! And it's spraying all the time. And as he's running away, you can hear his voice changing. And he's going, Because he's breathing in it. frozen his... Frozen his face. (laughs) He froze his own face. So he ends up in the middle of the pitch with a frozen face, basically going, It started to sound a bit like anal. So he's standing in the middle of the pit, shouting, anal, 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 anal. And I pointed out, you know, in hindsight, that maybe he was a slightly more embarrassing father than, than I am. <laughs> Anthony, yeah, shouting anal in the middle of the pitch. <laughs> Does, is Anthony allowed to go to the games? Did Daniel mind? I know, I don't think they mind. No, because they're all, you know, they're very protective. He's been brought up yeah, in a been, Jewish family. In, uh, yeah. Michael. Hello. When did you know you were funny? Um, that's a very odd question. Um, Did you used to make your family laugh when you were little? Really? I like being funny in class, in the classroom, because that's kind of like an audience. Were you charming with it, I can imagine? I don't think so. I wasn't that popular. I don't even think I was that funny in the classroom, but I like the concept of it. Whenever I said anything and everybody laughed, I I like that. Felt good. And I've always been quite in my own head, I think. Funny. You're thinking a lot. And then I just really like um, meeting people and, and making them laugh. And I don't know, it's when, when you're being creative, you're very creative people. But it's well, a, it, there's nothing more exciting when you find a little seam of something. When you're trying... Well, I've started writing again uh, another book. And in I don't know how you experienced lockdown, but my brain was melted. I mean, mm. I had nothing. Didn't function. I didn't find anything funny because it wasn't funny. I was really scared. I was confused. My wife and I were losing our minds. I mean, she walked in one day and she said, I think I've, got, I've lost it now. And I was like, what have you done? And she said, I opened the dishwasher. You know when you open the dishwasher and it's mid, yeah. in the middle, and, and, it, and you, mm. you interrupt yeah. it? She said, I opened it and I apologised to the plates. <laughs> she said, I I'm sorry. spoke to I'm terribly sorry. And then put it back up and said, I'm losing Poor my mind. Um, so little things like that. Like I was forgetting words and... I spent a lot of time going, what's that word that begins with a C? It's a, it begins with a G. It's really obvious. What is it? Uh, you know, just losing, losing my mind. I mean, I went to take the dog for a walk, and I took, because there's so much to remember, I got the, you know, you, the, 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 if you have a dog lead, you need the lead and the treats and the poo bags. I forgot the dog. I was halfway around the... <laughs> oh, <laughs> there was no, no dog. I could believe that. No, this is true. This, so I was losing my mind, but then I sort of re-engaged and... Um, started writing and which was really really hard but then it sort of gets the juices flowing and and then suddenly everything else you start thinking a bit more naturally a bit more flow to it so what's your new book about well i wrote an autobiography and it sort of stopped in 2006 carrying on so i'm just carrying on 
Yeah, which I thought would be quite hard, but actually, I love writing about the details of life and everyday stuff and remembering. It's really nice to remember stuff and take a moment to reflect and remember, you know, when the, when the kids were little and when my wife was pregnant and where we were How living. How many children have you got? We have two boys. Two boys. Yeah. You don't have any more? No. No. No, that's... I don't think that's You're quite young. Possible. Is that possible? Well, I don't Why? know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Want to Do you know. want to tell us? I think now with the age gap okay. and the age of everything. Um, yeah. No, I think that um, we definitely just have two boys. We've done that. That's why we went into dogs. Yeah. That's why no, we moved no. into dogs. Yeah, yeah I just got dog. two kittens this week. And I think it was a bit of a hold off to maybe have it instead of having the third child. We got two Jessica. kittens. Jessica. Yeah. So you've got two. I've got two kids and two kittens now. Right. So. More kids? Is it? You want lots of kids? Do you want kids? more kids? I don't mind if you have more children. Well, I, there's no pressure there. Are you, I help ha, are, you? What are you? Are you one of... Oh, I've got a strange set, set up. I've got a sister, mm. and she's my. we both have the same parents, but then I've got all sorts of half-brothers and sisters. And so big family? Well, not really, because they're half-brothers. They're all over the place. We want to know who you're yeah. going to choose for your, your two more people at Christmas. Oh, because of the six. Six, yeah. Struggling to make it to six, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the benefits of all you, this. Oh, yeah. Is, You'll just be able to have the really, four of really you. just like hanging out together. So, um, yeah. No, I don't think there's going to be any kind of big lottery over okay. who gets to come round. Um, it tends to be my, my mother-in-law. So it tends to be five. So it's, it's always five. It's five. Yeah. Yeah. So we... We have a spare, if anyone, okay. if anyone wants well, to say, if, if it's groups of six. I pushed out. Yeah, yeah well, if I, you're pushed out, you're very welcome. Well, Thank I want to know what you think about this, because I have no kitchen at the moment. We moved into a house. We've got, like, a makeshift kitchen. It's not big enough for a turkey. But with all the trimmings. we can do it here, and you no, can No, I know, cook. but there's, you know, in-laws and, and, and as much... They love you. Yeah. But, you know, there's all of that. So mm, my oh, husband suggested having dinner... Christmas dinner in a pub. Have you ever done it? No. no. Darling, and how do you feel about that? I think we did go to, for a pub lunch once in the countryside. And was it in the, in good? In Somerset. Did it no, work? Jessie, no, it's, it's a bit weird because you spend it's a lot of time dreadful. looking at... There's a thing that happens on Christmas Day itself where the, there's such a magic to the day mm. because there's such a build-up. Mm. It's Christmas, it's Christmas. And then finally when it comes, everything looks a bit different. Mm. Like if you see someone drive past on your road, you're like, Oh my God, look at that. Yeah, there's on a, Christmas Day. Yeah, on Christmas Day. Where are you right. Christmas Day in the morning. And Chris, exactly. <laughs> if you see three ships go sailing by, you're like, oh my God, there's three ships yeah. going sailing by. On Christmas Day on Christmas in the morning. morning. Wow. Even an aeroplane in the sky. You're like, oh my God, look, where are they going? St. Lucia on Christmas Day in the morning. It's yeah. so exact, but then when you so when you're in a pub, you're so fascinated by everybody else sitting there. You're like, my God, what are they? Look at them having their. So isn't that really always, fun? Yes. Well, it's, I don't no? know. It's a bit no. odd. People watch it. Too much really overlapping. Oh. Too much overlapping of how are they doing? Story. Are they having fun? And then it gets a bit competitive. I do get a bit competitive with wanting to our tables be having a bit more fun. Like we were just on holiday. We managed to go on holiday, and we had this. On the, there was we were having breakfast in in the, in the mornings outside where we our room. <laughs> And there were some people on the other side of the wall having their breakfast, and they were having a lot of fun. <laughs> Good, big family. They were big. I mean, they were proper big family laughter. We were always arguing on our side of the wall, and it was it was bad enough we were arguing after five months of lockdown. But it just rubbed it in that the neighbours were having such an amazing time. Were they English? They were English. They seemed quite local. They were using sort of local references. I think they were from the suburb. <laughs> The Suburb. They sounded a bit... Like, it's the Golden Suburb. There's never been a TV show called The Suburb, 
Has there? I think you should write a whole sitcom about the suburb. I don't you, know how the suburb would feel. A mezuzah. A mezuzah. You know I'd have to write for. I'd have to apply for secret planning for the permission suburb. to write that. The Jewish Chronicle. You'd have to. I'd have to cons- a, apply consult to the, them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I want to get on with everybody. You're going to have to get a subscription to the Jewish Chronicle. Then. Oh yes, without a doubt. <laughs> no, I've, I've sorted all of this out. How exciting! I'm very excited, but you know, it's have a you building moved in site. Yet? No, it's going to be months. It's a building site. I, I took the, uh, on reflection, an extraordinary decision to buy a house one month before a global pandemic. Of course, nobody knew there was going to be a global pandemic, but I've been umming and ahhing over buying, over moving for uh, so many years. We've been looking at places. And I suddenly, you know, there's a big sort of, I'm going to just do it. I'm going to take the plunge. Let's just buy it. Let's do it. Let's do it and we'll do it up and we'll rip it up and we'll build our own home. And then, of course, there's <laughs> nightmares but happen. But, you know, today I thought there's a global pandemic and we were only allowed six people. I, it's kind of, you still kind of think, gosh, this is really shocking what's happening. It is, it is shocking. It is shocking. And it's going to be a blur, you know, when it's over. And it will be over. When will it, will be, it over? be over? I don't know. God, I wish I knew. I have to say, though, is you... It in the diary? I but don't you even got, feel it's You did be your over. Netflix special at the beginning of March, just before lockdown March hit. March the 6th. It was unbelievable. God. So this was a tour I've been doing on and off for like two years uh, around the world. The Big World Tour, it was called. And we didn't... I normally film it when I'm at the O2. And that was like, in I don't know, a year and a half ago. Um, but we when didn't... When you're usually at the O2, you're so huge, Michael. Like... No, don't be silly. No, it's like... You are massive. It's just ridiculous, you're isn't it? You're huge, Leave all Michael. That in. Leave all that in. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, so I normally record it there, but then because, you know, it's different with Netflix, we have to sort all these things out, you know, it's a new, new world. So, um, yeah, I just, I had, I was in New York at the beginning of the year. I did, uh, the Radio City Music Hall, which was just so Fabulous. exciting to be able to do something like What's that. What's the name of the girls that performed the... Oh, um, yes, the, ro- the radio- ro- ro- Rockettes. Rockettes. Yeah, yeah, they weren't on that night. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, no, I went to see them. I didn't perform. Oh. You've got the wrong end of the stick. No, I did. <laughs> I thought they were on before every performance. Oh, no, they were. Oh, no. I don't think so. Okay. Um, so, you know, I just remember it like another world. That was in February. And then I came home, did a few warm-up gigs, and then at the Palladium... I recorded the Netflix special on March the 6th and it was just starting around then. And I, mm. walked, I did a joke about it. I introduced myself off stage because it was all the hand washing was starting and I mm. said, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and wash them for 30 seconds as we welcome Michael Magda. And, you know, because you were just starting and then I referenced it a little. I actually came on and said, this could be the last time we ever get together in a crowd. <gasps> Fucking prophesize this shit. I know. It's your I, fault. I said it your as fault. a joke. Your fault. My fault. Your fault. I should never have said that. You should never have said that. Does it stay in the Netflix special? No, we took all, I took all that out because, you know, I just... Who knows what's going to happen? There is some odd jokes in the Netflix special, which I'm hoping... Which I'm hoping is still funny, but it's worried me slightly. I have jokes about face masks, but this was at a time when, obviously, no one in the world except people in Asia were wearing mm, face masks. Mm. And it's a very silly story about me going for a massage in um, Hong Kong. And, and having to wear a face mask. Well, no. And, and you know, when those, they give you those massage underwear, mistaking okay. the massage underwear for a face mask okay. and putting the underwear on my Crikey. face and going yeah. in, which was a very big joke for me. But now it's like people are watching that joke thinking, well, of course... Of course you would have a face mask. <laughs> of course you would. So it's like extracted all the humour out of it. So apart from that very small bit, I'd like to hopefully recommend the rest 
of the Netflix special, which should be still funny. Was um, what's the difference? I mean, I've se- I've seen you talk about American audiences, but are you like you're quite popular in America? Though? No, 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 no. Just started to try to be. Um, and how's that going? Well, well I, I did, mean, I moment. just did Radio City. It was the first sort of That's thing. It's really the, the second gig I did in America. But these are just you know a small number of people who know who I am. I, I'm, I'm not. I've done nothing in America yet. And I suppose I would like to a little bit. I did the Montreal Comedy Festival last year and I was flying to LA afterwards. And you, you go through customs there at the American side in Canada. And I had one of those visas, the O one one visa mm. or something. But I was traveling on a tourist visa. So they're, you know, they're very serious, very scary oh with the guns. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, why, why, why do you have a, uh, you, you got an O one one visa? I was like, yes. yes. You know how you always get so nervous at customs? Because you're like, they could probably... They're terrifying. Yeah, and you, you over laugh at everything. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. British people lose their minds. They're like, oh, yes, <laughs> no, we're fine. And they talk too much. And, and, yeah. and they really, they just, and they're so slow as well. They slowly so go through the passport. And they're not terribly bright, I don't And they're, not, and they're mean. Yeah, and they they're look mean at you and like, not bright. Yeah, and they do that thing with the kids where they go, which ones? And they say the name and then the kids sort of aren't looking. And, and you like, try just and look at the man, look at the man, look at the man. And you try and make a joke and they don't laugh. You try and make a joke, no laughter. Toughest so this guy goes, why are you travelling on an O one visa when you uh, you got an O one in your passport, but you, you you're travelling on a tourist visa? And I said, like, yes, yes, um, I, I have a working, uh, well, I can work uh, in America, but but no, I'm just I'm I'm going on holiday. Um, anyway, what do you do, sir? I said, I'm, I'm a comedian. He went, uh, tell you us know. a joke. <laughs> he said, he said, uh, would I have heard of you? Which is a really odd thing to say. Would I have heard of you? I, ob- have the, I have the same when yeah, I say let, I'm a singer. Let me answer that question for you. Obviously, you haven't. I'm at no. passport control. <laughs> yeah. You're holding my passport. You've got no idea who I am. So I'm not. I'm feeling at this point. Maybe you don't know who I am. Anyway, <laughs> then I said, I'm trying to break America. Now. The problem with the phrase, I'm trying to break America, is it means nothing to Americans. It's only British people who try to break America. People who live in America don't break America. He heard the words, I want to break America. So he just literally went, you want to break America, sir? (laughs) And I was like, yes, I'm hoping to. Not this time, but I'm going to come back and, yeah, I'll be breaking America. And I was, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to smash it. And I was getting, because all these hostile terms, you know. And and he just, you know, he thought I was... um, Terrorist. Basically, yes. <laughs> I think so. It's mad. Um, I was forced to go on a little diet after one of the... You know the machines where you put your passport in when yeah. it's not a person, but you put your passport in mm. and it opens? You know the machine that... The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The e-passports? Yes. One, one of those machines was quite rude to me. <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I, I, I go in the thing, right? And I stand, you know, you stand and you look in the thing, you've got to... You know, it's only your face. I had my glasses on, which was okay. very, very boring, time-consuming. Because the, the thing comes up on the screen and it goes, take your glasses off. So you take your glasses off. I've got no idea what the next thing's saying. So that, that took a while. <laughs> um, you know, you put the thing in the thing and it, it kept not letting me in. And then it came up. And you know what it said? What? Only one person. <gasps> That's so cruel. What do you mean so cruel? But no, was it was clearly a well, technological mistake. No, they thought you were two people because you took your glasses off and then put them back on. So no, you look... because I was too wide. No, they you were wide. not too wide. No, they were, me- it was a, they were definitely measuring the distance and no. they thought there were two, two people. Well, there. there were not. Which brings me on to shall we have some dinner? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, I'll sit still. But we actually haven't asked you anything about food. I told you you were going to be asked about food and, you know, I'm really happy memory. to be here. Good. You're, you're such nice people. 
you're having a spatchcock chicken. It looks fantastic. It does look good. It's, it's um, Oh, we have to say that the butcher, mm. we go to Ginger Pig, and the butcher <laughs> said to Mum, who have you got on? Because they, we, oh, they give us... Oh, it's so fun. Oh, I said, oh, Michael McIntyre, and he said, tell him Steve sends his love. And that's I said, oh, do you know him? He said, no. <laughs> oh, well, that's really appreciative to Steve. <laughs> You're a man of the people, aren't you? You're just kind of... Do you feel like... Does, does everyone feel like they can come up to you because you're so kind of likeable and you, you know you like, talk about life. I like life. it when people do that. I like it when people just think they know me. I get a little bit bruised egotistically when they don't, especially <laughs> especially when they're coming to the door and I have to sign for something. And I, I tend to open it in a quite dramatic, we weren't expecting this, were you? He's <laughs> like, sign it, please. Um, you know, that takes a little bit of coming back from. But no, I love meeting with people and I, I just, I love that. I love it when... Um, when people think they know me, because they do know me, because my, all my comedy is just very much a reflection of what's going on in my life and my kids and whatever happening. And my dog. Do your kids ever have an opinion on saying, Dad, you can't put that in? Like, it's not, it's no, not fair. they don't really care about what I do, actually. I'm I've been desperately trying to um, make them uh, think I'm remotely cool for years, and I can't do that. I can't do it. I'm always playing catch-up, actually. We sat down years ago to watch TV on a Saturday night, yeah. and I realised there was... Um, this you is were... slightly overdone. Oh, well... That's my fault. No, well, it's upside down it's like... It's called a taglet. It's called oh. a rice cake, oh. but I've slightly burnt it. Oh. Sorry. No, no, you I haven't... left it on too long you, because you... I, I've lost my confidence cooking. Oh, forget it, Mum. You why were laughing would... too much. Why would you lose your confidence? That is a remarkable-looking... And also, it won't be on. It won't. You just don't have the crispy bit, which is the best bit about it. But it's fine. You just won't have that. But it's fine. So, so you've been trying to be cool to your. Oh yes, trying to be cool. Yeah, we're watching Saturday Night Telly, and there would seem to be nothing we were all getting into. And we started to watch as a family. You know, you get into that section of life where you know they're not going out, they're not getting their room. That we were all together. That's kind of. But that's why I'm doing the bat mitzvah so that. My kids have to stay in on a Friday night. Right, because they... I'm like, yeah, Friday night yeah. dinner, kids, yeah. you're not allowed out. We've that's got to, you know, important. rest. That's important. That, that's a great Do you like tradition. That? And Friday night the Friday is always night the best dinner. party. Anyway. Sacred. I love anyway. that. So carry on. So that's why I started doing my Saturday night show, the big show. I thought, well, I'm going to do that. I'll, you know, they'll be proud of me and it's a family. Well, I'm a family guy now. And But then, of course, by the time it's made, there, they've gone past that and they don't want to watch TV on a Saturday. Now they're all doing is watching YouTube. And so now I'm thinking I've got to get onto YouTube and Netflix. I mean, listen, why do you think I'm on Netflix? So that to try and impress my children who still don't care. I'm like, Dad's on Netflix. Dad's on Netflix. Um, are you ready for a glass of wine? Are you still kind of... Well, I'll, it'll change me. Into what? I get very emotional. Jesse, do you want to I'll get very emotional and quite quiet. <laughs> let's, let's, not, let's not have a drink. We'll have one at the end. I'm having a bite. Is that OK? Yeah, do you want some, oh. some green things there, if you want? Um, well, it's very it yummy. What's Good. it like? I need to get you some juice. It's really yummy. So, do you cook at home? Um, or is your wife? Um, no, I don't cook. I'm not, I've not cooked yet. Can you cook? No. So you didn't, really have a sourdough, you didn't have a sourdough starter during oh. lockdown? Oh, well, I did a bit of... You know, I, tried, I did all this... Look, everybody tried the stuff in, the, in lockdown. I tried to make... I made a cake. I did pizzas. I did make a cock o Risley. That's what I'm going to do. We were just talking week. about that before. It's just so yummy, that sauce. Is it just creamy, whiny sauce? Yeah. 
and onions. It's creamy mm. and whiny mm. and oniony. I was pretty proud of that, to be fair. So I got into it in lockdown. Yeah, I did all this stuff. We cut each other's hair and all that rubbish. So, so okay, you, you've tried a cocker Riesling, Riesling in... Um, growing up, delicious. who was cooking in your house? Well, the staff... I'm joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, my mum. My mum was, was a great cook. I mean, she was one of those... I mean, my mother, not Jewish, wants to be Jewish so much. Calls herself a Jewish mother, but isn't one. Her father was Jewish. Jewish, oh, Hungarian. Jewish, Jewish Hungarian. We knew. Yeah, he was a Hungarian Jew. And I, I went to Hungary to meet, years ago, to meet some of my family out there. And I was shocked to find out they're all Jewish. I mean, like, really Jewish. Jewish. Big, bearded Big Jew. Jews. Oh, like... Couldn't believe it. And I, I, I got, I've never got on with people better. You know why? Why? Didn't speak a word of English. <laughs> it turns out, if you are related to someone and they have a natural love for you, yeah, but you can't communicate. What happens? All you have is love. Then the, it's oh, just love. That's so it's just love. Sweet. The problem is when you speak the same language. That's when the shit starts. <laughs> There's no conflict with someone going, you want, you, oh, yes, I love it, mm, bye. So that went really well. But yes, they were all Jewish. So she did a lot of that, um, all, the, all the cooking. And you know, I had my favourites. I don't want to be rude, but there was, I have a bad memory of this chicken pie. I, I, there was a chicken pie made at school. And I, I loved it. I don't know why I loved it, but I loved it at school. And my mum was trying really hard to, to make me my chicken pie because I really liked Did it. Did you go to boarding school? No, I went to day school. And in the in day, London? In London, I would have occasionally the chicken pie. And I said, Mum, I really like the chicken pie. And it had flaky pastry. Mm. And I remember clearly. They I made don't chicken think I knew pie for lunch. She made, yes, it was good with flaky pastry. But she made that, th what's the other pastry? The thick? Short crust. It was like a really thick. What, like a quiche? Yeah. Okay. Like that hard, short crust. thick, short, crusty, and the and you chicken. You wanted puff. It was just horrible, and she made it. And it, she always would make it as a treat because she thought it was my favourite. But actually, it was it was my least favourite. Oh, and couldn't you have go, just said to her, she would go, "Surprise! Oh, I've made your chicken pie," and I'd be like, "God, not that chicken pie!" I'd kill for the one at school. But other than that, she was an amazing cook. Although we did have an egg off once when I, when I, my wife was my girlfriend and we went to visit my mum and my sister was there and I organised a little egg making sort of master chef competition that my wife still brings up. And this must have been 20 years ago because she was victorious. Everybody had to prepare scrambled eggs, blind tasted by the rest of the family. And your wife won? She won it. Why did you do this? Are you a big connoisseur of scrambled eggs? Just trying to inject it with the fun in the day. <laughs> Are her scrambled eggs really good? You have to do it slowly. My wife is an incredible cook. I love her style of cooking. You know, it's amazing how unique cooking is to people. Even though a lot of people just f are following recipes, but it's their cooking. It's like, people are so unique. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's happening. I what? think I'm going to go for the rosé. I thought oh, you were going to make a joke. You looked at the spoon, I thought you were going to make a joke about the spoon. <laughs> no, I did pick up the spoon, but it turns out that the spoon wasn't you, that funny. Do you like rosé? Well, I do like rosé. Yeah, me I'll too. I'll tell you what I like about rosé. I like, um, well, of course, I love the colour. I me tend too. to like the bottle shape. Me too. I That's like the a word. funny one for rosé, though. I like the word. I like it when it's nice and light like this. Yeah, me too. And I like it when it dawns on us, when it's sunny outside, that we should not have red or white. And we should have rosé. And it's, and it's always suggested in a very excitable... Rosé! It's kind of... Yeah, it's had a rebirth, sure. don't you think? We have rosé. Yeah. Rosé? Yeah. Should we have a... It's lovely and sunny. Darling, have we got any rosé? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it, right. Whereas red wine is quite a depressing. Yeah. We should have red, red. red or white. White's a bit more up. Because for me, red... I mean, sometimes I really feel like red. I really feel like red. Because that's, just, I feel like red's a bit of, it's like a big hug. I'm not yeah. going to move much. We, I can open the red if you want. What did no, you bring? No, I don't want a big hug. What did you bring? I bought. I bought a red. I feel like that's what you bring as well. If you don't know somebody, maybe you're safe with a red. Yes, I think you're right. It is a bit safer to bring red. Have it feels a bit classier. Mm. Thanks. Is it a bit More classy? gravitas. Thanks. Yes, it is a bit more gravitas. What, red? I, well, I'll be honest, I only really, I don't know much about wine. I just know one red that I know that? that I like. What is it? So I bought that one. Oh. It's the only one I know the name of. So I, I bought it. Chateau Neuf de Pape. That's the only one I know. Oh, it's fabulous. So do you have Chateau Neuf de Pape on the old ride or do you not drink before a show? No, you won't drink. Many years ago, before I was uh, successful in any way and I wasn't funny on stage, I suddenly started having Jack Daniels and Diet Coke oh. before a gig. I would have like a swig of it. Basically, I reached a point at the end of a festival, well, it would have been 17, 18 years ago, and I just was dying on it every night, getting no laughs at all. And I sort of gave up and I thought, and I was had to do the shows because they were every night. And I just had a drink before. I was normally having a drink after. And I just downed this Jack Daniels. And I just felt, I just loosened right up and had a great show. So then I went into a sort of, then I felt like I always had to have one. That's a danger. Mm. If you do something and it has a knock-on effect, you think, well, it must have been that. I'll keep, you know, superstition. It Are you be. quite superstitious then? Well, it turned out that I was with regards to the Jack Daniels. So I had Jack Daniels before a gig for, for a couple of years before I, I managed to shake that. But do you still drink that, Jack Daniels? No, no, not at all. I mean, I've got, I've drink strange drinks. I've got Go on, soup. tell us. Well, I like a drink, I like a drink that every time I mention it, people like lose respect for me. Go on, I don't know why. Like what? Don't know why I do. Every time I say it, I know you're going to do it. Okay. Arches and lemonade. Snowball. No, it's, it's not that bad. Okay. And I don't know why it's bad, but what? people certainly of sophistication. Now, don't feel like I'm judging if you don't now mm. disrespect me mm. as if you're not sophisticated. I've got you in a complete okay. web here. No, yeah, gone. It's fine. I do like, at the end of an evening, mm. yeah. I will like a... I can't say a Bailey's. Like, it's not as bad as that. What it are you might about? be worse. I love Bailey's. What Cointreau? I like a limoncello. 
Do you like it? I Some think that's people quite love chic. it. It's quite sophisticated. I think it's, it's disgusting. It's just but lemon I don't and alcohol. like it. I, I think no, it, I, I can't drink it. it. Look, you see, that's no, the face I get. Like but it's not cool. It's not cool. It's not like I a think it's quite, quite Mediterranean. Cool. Yeah, I think it yeah, makes you it. feel like a bit of a kind of my mafioso. My friend Johnny pours it on his that. ice cream. Oh, have you tried it on oh. Have you had olive oil on a pistachio ice cream? No. Ooh. Holy shit. It's like a whole new world. Oh, Where wow. did you have that? There's finding a vaccine and just below that <laughs> is... Pistachio ice cream. Where did you find Wait, that? Seriously. How did you know that? How did you come across it? I, I would love to tell you that I was reaching for my pistachio ice cream and accidentally knocked over the, no, the olive oil. Someone did it for you. I was in this Italian hotel and I said, I'll have a pistachio ice cream. And she stood there with the olive oil. And I thought, this bitch has lost her mind. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you doing, babe? We've, Did you grab her wrist? We've moved on from the salad. Hey, sleepy. <laughs> what we what first day is it? And she went, Excuse, is it okay? Would you like to try a little bit of olive oil on the pistachio ice cream? And I was like, Okay, psycho. I think let's just go along with this and you know, then report you. <laughs> so she pours the olive oil on the pistachio ice cream and it is mind blowing. Oh my goodness! This is I've great. Never even thought it's about mind blowing. The texture of the oil and the pistachio—it's unbelievable. I leapt to my feet, and I would have hugged her if it wasn't for social distancing. Were you just in Italy then? Yes. So this is a new revelation. A terrible thing happened. What? what? Did you? The are you supposed to be quarantined? The hotel gave us all the symptoms of COVID. But it was nothing Why to do. Why are you here? But it, it wasn't the virus; it was the hotel. So obviously, it was very hot. So we were very hot. The air conditioning gave us terribly sore throats. The swimming pool. This is true. That nothing I'm saying didn't happen. The swimming pool had too much chlorine in, and my children came out with these terrible rashes. And the food was tasteless. And I said to my wife, "We have to complain." And she said, "Darling, if we complain, we'll be quarantined for two weeks." Because loss of taste. They're all symptoms. <laughs> no, but you think I'm making this up, but it's I true. Do. And I'm not going to name the hotel because it's cruel on them. But the food was bizarrely tasteless. How until, could it I know what this place was. Until this extraordinary moment. Was of this in the hotel? On the pistachio With ice cream. the olive oil on the pistachio ice cream. Which was... It's one of... You know there are those moments mm. that you will always remember. And some yeah. of them are very howering the death of Diana. Yeah, I know. You, you always remember where yeah. you were. I will never forget... Hard Rock Cafe. John Lennon. I will never forget when that pistachio bathed in local olive oil entered my palate. And? I masticated. <laughs> Put him. Now, I'm going to have a sip of wine. <laughs> and then it's all going to go downhill. This could go anyway. Would you like what? some dessert? Yeah. Let's see if I've done better than the. Um, I still haven't had the, the sip. I might have it. I don't know. I'm, I'm toying with it. While Mum does the dessert, which is a tart to tan. So you're oh. going to get, get the puff pastry tonight. A tart to tan. Now, can we talk about the words tart to tan? <laughs> and how, how to say it without. Sound like a dick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I think it looks magnificent. Look at the face. No, you're it's very judgmental of each other. Bitch. 
Look, we're published authors now, you know, cookbooks, so... Um, I have an issue with when people say ciabatta. Oh. This ciabatta. Is... Ciabatta. More, more than happy to discuss <laughs> this issue that you have. Now, you want them to say ciabatta. I just want them to say ciabatta, because to... we're from London. So, basically, I... Do you know what? I completely concur. I don't like it when people try to say things how they're supposed to be said... How they're supposed to be said. Yeah. We don't have that accent. We're not from there. No. I think it's up to us to interpret any word how we see fit. So how do you say tzatziki? Do you say tatsiki? That does upset me when they don't say it right, though. I don't think I would say tatsiki. No, I'd say tatsiki. Yeah, but then... Wow! <laughs> we need to pause here <laughs> and sit in tzatziki. There's no other word that's go, that, not only, that goes tz twice as well. You're going tzatziki. Tzatziki. <laughs> So it's T-S, because we're all about the S-T. Oh, you're right. T-S. We don't have any T-S You know what, here. I have to say, and you're going to learn this living in the Hamster Garden suburbs, um, there is such a thing in the Hebrew uh, mm. language that says, that, what's it called? Zap, zap, anyway, I'm fucking... Anyway, so... There are some words. You love words, don't you? There are some words you that love I will of... always struggle with. I Go always on. struggle a bit with croissant. Croissant. So, so what do you say? Well, because it's... Croissant. I've got to be honest, whenever I get to the point of saying croissant, <laughs> I freak out a bit. And I, and I think, God, I don't know if I can do this. I get actually quite nervous. Because it's, for me, it's more of a, it's just a noise, croissant, croissant. Because some people go croissant, don't they? Yeah. They go cro croissant. Croissant. I've also got an issue with February. Because February. it's got an R in it. What is this oh, R? Shit, is it supposed to be it. there? Is it occasional February? Is it... Because people go February and completely ignore the fact that it's February. But then if you go February, you sound like a bit of a weirdo. Yeah. So I just go Feb and then I just lose my mind. I just go February. Delish Feb. I just back out. I just go February. <laughs> Do you want some tzatziki in February? No, I'll have a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> Mum, this is really nice. Really good. And the, the cream... With the, cream. What happened? Have the cream. I'm gonna go for the cream. I have to say, if you if you like a bit of olive oil on your pistachio, oh, no. it's not pouring cream. <laughs> no, I'll be here a while. <laughs> Try cream on ice cream. Cream on ice cream. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's honestly the best thing in the world. What's going on? No, it's cream. cream on ice cream. On ice cream. It's super... Have you tried cream on ice cream with ice? No, I've just made that one up. <laughs> ice on ice cream cream. Have you had ice on cream ice ice? Yes, no, I see what you're doing. Don't knock it until you try it, Michael. Talk it's to very about delicious. It. Talk to it's about just it. heaven. It's heaven. Yeah, but why would you get involved in enjoying an ice cream and then adding cream as well? Because cream is the best thing in the world. So you put cream on everything? No, I can't because I think I'm slightly lactose intolerant, but... I love it so much. I can't have ice cream and cream after this conversation why? because I've got to be careful. No, Why? Well, I'm making. You got, I'm making this No, I'm making. I've got this show. Can you say I've got what this it is? show in? Yes, it's called <laughs> the Wheel. I can't believe when I say that. What is that? It's a wonderfully fun show. It's um, it's a game show. It's a quiz show. I don't know what it is. It's my. I've come up with this idea, and um, we were going to make a pilot, mm. and I was going to do my big show and mm. do the pilot for this idea because it was really fun. But now, because of what's happened, I can't do my big show. And it turns out that the format of this show that I've come up with is no one needs to be near each other. Um, so we did a run... What's it, what's it on? 
It's on BBC One and it's coming out in um, Fantastic. November. Have you filmed it? You well, filmed no, we just did a run-through yesterday. We were doing run-throughs on Zoom, which was really weird. Yeah. So yesterday was like a huge day because we were going to find out if it actually worked. And it was really fun. Um, so we're building this big... I mean, I can't really tell you exactly is how it, it works. Is it like Wheel of Fortune? No, it's like a, it's a wheel. I'll show you a picture and then people can't see it, but you can see it. But basically, they're building it. It's a wheel where celebrities sit on the end of it. And they spin around and they answer Sounds questions. It's like it's a knockout. It's, it's not, it's quite, I'm not explaining it very well. Is it a quiz? It's a quiz. Okay. But it's going to be on BBC One and... Um, and you're presenting I'm it? I'm presenting it. It's called The Wheel and it's going to be great fun. Fantastic. I hope so. It went really well yesterday. So I, I kind of always have this plan <laughs> to lose weight. And you know, one year I did. I actually did it. How did you do it? Well... Interesting oh, story. Oh, God, sorry. Say tucking into I, the haga I, I It was an amazing timing. I went to that bloody clinic in Austria. I went to the mayor clinic. Why did you How was that? it? Because I wanted to lose weight. I thought enough's enough. So I went off to the mayor clinic and... On your own? Well, it's really awful because I took my friend. He's, um, he's called Paul Tonkinson. He's a comedian as well. He actually does a very good podcast about when he goes running with his friend called Running Commentary. Oh, he's a very nice. sweet man and he's a very good friend to me and one thing he absolutely is and I must be honest about this he is slim oh. and he came with me to keep me company and he lost so much weight he nearly died <laughs> <laughs> and we also had a horrible moment and he won't want me saying this but they would give you I don't know if I should say this at this moment while we're eating No, Corey. it's a bit grim what they do there... It's not colonial... It's it? quite bad, but I'm just going to go for Colonic it. Colonic irrigation. There was, there was some of that. Oh, Make you drink cement? You drink these Epsom salts. Oh, yeah, I've done oh, that. That God. make you... Vomit. Well, no, yes. Clears yeah. you out. Yes, clears you out. So you drink the Epsom salts first thing, and then within, like, 20 minutes, the whole of the clinic... Rush to the laboratory. Are all rushing to the laboratory. And then we, we, we went on a hike on like day one and I said to Paul I was like god those Epsom salts are pretty intense right and he was like didn't nothing that didn't work on me he's a, he's a, he's a not in Northern he's a, he's a, nothing, nothing happened actually mate I was like what are you talking about I was like everything I everything I'm just I'm hollow I'm a hollow you're looking at a hollow person and he went sorry mate I did I did everything he said but it's it had no no reaction anyway we're walking along and I kept talking 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 to me and I turned around I realised he wasn't there he wasn't walking next to me anymore <laughs> Well, he disintegrated. He, he disappeared. And I... No, he hadn't lost so much weight. He, he was shitting in a bush, wasn't he? And then I just heard from, from the woods, he just kept shouting, Stay back! Stay back! <laughs> and I was like, Paul? He was like, Stay back! Poor and man. I was like, Paul? Paul, are you there? Are you OK? <laughs> don't! Don't! Don't you! Don't you come! Don't come! Don't Go back! And I just had to go back to the hotel. And I say hotel, I mean, it was it's a clinic. <laughs> But yes, no, he did the shit in the woods. Um, <laughs> Poor bloke. I know, and he nearly died. And then I, I had enough. I lost a stone, and we're only there six days. We're supposed to be there a week, and I thought I can't do this anymore. I was so emotional and depressed and confused. And Paul was about, you know, he was about, you know, He'd like lost three stone. <laughs> he was like skeletal. He was Christian Bell in the machinist. And I went round to his room and I said, Paul, I booked us a Ryanair flight. We're going to get out of here. I can't do this anymore. And he like dropped to his knees and burst into tears. <laughs> He was so grateful. He was so grateful. He was like, thank you, mate. Thank you. 
Because <laughs> he was trying to be loyal. He was just wanting to look after guy. me. He's so nice. Oh my god. You need to tell us what your last uh, last supper best yeah. meal would be. Starter, starter main pud and drink. I've almost had an issue with them. The, the, the last supper question. Well, it's yeah, a bit I know. depressing because I know. there's quite a lot going through but my no, mind right no, now. You will, I'm just going to don't die. think about dying. Okay, how can I not? Right, you're going to the Mayo Clinic for <laughs> right. six yeah. months. Oh, and it's my last meal yeah, before, before you go. go. That's a good one to do. Yeah. yeah. Which may result in death anyway, but I understand yeah. what you've done. Oh, this is a very good question. I mean, I've always gone played safe with with what I think is my favourite meal because I do struggle to enjoy anything better. And I, you might not. This is a very straightforward answer, but I might change it. Okay. But I do love a home cooked spaghetti bolognese. Oh, spag bol! You can't beat it. It's just something quite magical about yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. With the parmesan and the big yeah. mints and the onions yeah. and the it just it works. Even though Italians, I don't aren't interested in it. No. And every time I've ordered it in the hotel, it's horrible. Yeah, it's if not. If you order good. it, it's all watery. But um, a home cooked spag bol. Yeah. Oh, this does taste very yummy. Who yeah. makes it then? Your wife. Yeah, and, and my mum made it, and now my wife has taken over the reins of the spag bowl. She's passed the pasta. But what does she do that's special about hers? I don't know. I don't know if there's a secret ingredient. It's just really yummy. Well, actually, I, the longer it sits, I mean, second day. Dare yeah, I say, second day. second day is probably better than the first day. Mm. Does she put wine in? I think there might be a little bit of wine. I mean, I'd have it with a nice red wine. Yeah. Does she put milk in hers? I don't know what she's doing. I'm What's just it? Sort of Silly it. does uh, put some milk in his. Really? Is yeah. Milk in there. And so two sugars? <laughs> I think he's <laughs> mixing up his dishes here. <laughs> Can I get some spaghetti bolognese, please? Milk and sugar? Yes, thank you. <laughs> so you'd have that. Okay, so that's your Well, main. there are other things. I mean, I do, I do like... Um, I think anybody's done spaghetti bolognese, you know. And I really it like It feels that. a bit go-to. Most no, people like... do spaghetti vongolet to show off. I wouldn't go with Angela. I can't be faffy. I don't want to... I, I don't like eating anything that involves more work. I know. I don't want to be open... The get clams, finding things yeah. in clams. I don't want to be opening pistachios. I don't want to be getting the muscles and I can't get this one open and my fingernails have gone all funny. I don't want any work. Yeah. You order a lobster and you, it's like you're going to... I know. So, uh, surgery's about to happen. There's all mm. these tools show up. It's like you sort the food out and I'll pop it in my mouth. It's something they come over and go, would you like it off the bone? Why the fuck would I want it on the bone? It's like, what the hell, what do you think I am here? Yes, I'd like to risk my life as well as not enjoy <laughs> parts of this meal. No, you prepare the food. All the thing that always annoys me is when they go, black pepper. Do you remember they come over with the thing? Would you like black pepper? I don't know. Am I the fucking chef? Why don't you ask the <laughs> chef if it needs black pepper? And then I order the food, you cook it. If it did, why leave out one ingredient and see if I know that it needs it? I've never I haven't even tasted that. it yet. That's Back so off with your stupid big pepper. I know, I hate big peppers. It's quite like aggressively yeah. phallic as and well. Then they, it? Uh, yes, it's like a big show off thing with the big pepper. It's stupid. Do you always say Parmesan yes? Parmesan cheese, and they sprinkle it on the top and then leave. Why? If I, what, I you want only more the first Parmesan. bites? Yeah, Get the that's Parmesan? Right. I know. Why should I, I have I first bites? I'm not a whole bowl next Just leave me the bloody bowl if it needs Parmesan. I know. I agree with you. Yeah, I completely agree. Also, if you have any pasta with fish, they won't give you any parmesan. 
You say to him, I'd really like that. I'd really like some parmesan. They go, no. Or, or everybody else hasn't had the pasta with the fish, and he goes around the whole table yeah, and doing doesn't all offer the you. Thing, and then he gets to you and he just leaves. You know, like, yeah. what, what, what the fuck? Yeah, no, I agree. Do you ever take a cheeky little chunk of parmesan oh, from the fridge? Of course. Yeah, Only nice. when it's fresh. Oh. No, I don't like it when it's gone a Tell bit me dry. about your fridge um, work when you're alone and hungry and maybe you've had a drink and it's just you in the fridge. Cheese. How low have you been? How low have you gone? Cheese. Is mm. it basically cheese? Wait, not straight in the mouth. Not teeth marks in the cheddar. Anything. Any cheese I would eat. But you'd cut a slice off. No. Oh, yes, I do. What do you fresh. have when you go into the fridge raid? Well... I mean, I'm going to be honest. Anything, every everything's a suspect. I mean, I, I mean, I'll consider any option, cooked or uncooked. Um, I have to say, I do work the mayo pretty hard, especially a squirtable. You're kidding? I work Ooh. the mayo. No, no, I'm on, not on oh, Okay, yeah, right. Guys, okay. guys, squirt on a bit of ham or something. Okay. But it's good or an egg or a hard-boiled egg or something. I'll, you know, I work a bit of mayo. But no, I suppose the thing I'm most ashamed of. Over the years, because I'm not a cook, and when I when I'm just hungry, and maybe if I've had a little red wine, or if I, it, normally when I've done a show, and I maybe had a drink there, and I get back, and I'm just a bit peckish, or I'm feeling good about the show, and I'll think I will reward myself, but there's nothing to eat. There is something that I I've done over the years, and I feel bad about it. It's pretty grim. Come on, it's pretty grim. I'll go. I'll go sweet corn. I'll go. I'll leave it in the tin. Mm. I'll drain the water, but not even all of it necessarily. And I might add a bit of mayo ketchup to the tin. Corn and, and mayo I'll just, ketchup. And I'll just eat out of the tin the sweet corn. Cold. So it's kind of sweet no. corn Mary Rose. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Ketchup with tomato sauce. Now that you sauce. put it that way, it sweet actually corn, is quite It sounds quite good. Sweet corn, corn Mary Rose. Rose. I, yeah. we, we and my was... wife's found that sometimes in the morning and just looked at me like, what am I doing with this bloke? Yeah. What am, what am I doing with this man? Okay, so what's do, pudding? Do you need some more water here? Pudding. I'm struggling with the pudding. Um, oh, God. Maybe, maybe it's the pistachio with Pistachio olive with olive oil. Do you know what? When I was eating it, I did think this is one of the best things I've ever had. Yeah. It really depends on the quality of the pistachio. Yeah. And the olive oil. And the olive oil. Don't want and, an aftertaste. And the bowl. Oh, wow. And the, the, and the waitress. Was it a glass bowl? The spoon, a glass bowl? the waitress. The she waitress. has to have one of those yeah. deep hey. olive tans. Yeah. Oh. Those only Italians yeah. can get tan. Yeah. That like, are you kidding, tan? Yeah. Then I think that I would probably go for that, but that's a very new thing. But in general, I don't really have get very excited about puddings. I just don't. I don't really like cakes. My family are... Obs- oh, no. Do you know what this is? You know, it's fascinating for me that you've asked me these questions and my answers are so childish. These are things I've clung on to my whole life. But I absolutely love chocolate mousse. <gasps> I just love chocolate mousse. Chocolate and I don't mousse. think I've had it for years. But I used to look at, I my, look at chocolate mousse in a big bowl and think... I used to say... I would. I don't know if I would ever stop. If somebody gave me a vat of chocolate mousse, carry on. I don't think I could stop. Because it's quite, it's light and yummy. And I don't think yeah. I'd ever stop until I just like exploded. It is really and good. And it was coming out of my eyes and stuff. And, and, with, and with cream, that's also really good. Yeah. What's your um, karaoke song? Wow. 
So many. Oh, you, really? Can you sing? I love karaoke. I mean, really? I, I, I'm the only one in my family who likes it. I, I bought know, a I two like thousand it. pound karaoke oh, machine, and no one will do it with me. Can we borrow it for Jesse's well, bat mitzvah? Well, Mom, I would what love. What are you talking about? You can absolutely about? have it. I mean, I. No, I've got it in storage. I went to storage today because I've had to put all this furniture in storage. And um, I saw it and I just looked at it longingly, but my wife will never let me put it up. I is it really, is it, it big? Is it's, that why? Well, I bought the wrong one. Okay, I didn't realise it. I said it like I'd invested in this money. I didn't like realise it. I did it wrong. I did that one. Even yeah. the guy who bought it round, he was like, you know, this is for pubs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's got, like I've a got, real no, system. No, the speakers are this big. There's two of them. Because <laughs> you love it so much. Stack. Um... But yeah, you you can't get it wrong. You if you get the wrong if you get the wrong key, I mean, you're you know how to sing very well. Oh, but singing sorry. is for most people. If you get the wrong song, it's just a disaster, isn't it? I don't know why I'm looking at you. <laughs> How's your singing? It's okay. Yeah. Um, so I suppose I every time I listen to um, why can't I think? Are you rock and roll or heavy metal? Well, I do. There is a song that I always R&B. think I sing it. So there's a... I always think Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark I'd be pretty handy at. Yeah, that'd be and that's low. Yeah, I... I He's dancing yeah. in the... So that's quite yeah. good. You're fine. Yeah. You're safe. If you could look, check my look in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, like that. I think I'd be good at that. Yeah, I think so too. I did karaoke one a long time ago. I sung a very weird song, but I nailed it. Abracadabra by the Steve Miller Band. Oh, Abracadabra. I heat up like a burning flame. Burning flame full of desire. Really enjoyed that one. Love that. Great voice. Well, and if it's the right song. I know. And then I did, but I won't remember it. I had a great one. Because we hire these karaoke women with these parties to celebrate the end of the show. And then have you heard of this gospel okey thing where they come and sing it with you? There's like a gospel choir and they sing. Oh my god, so it's like Sister Act 2? Yes. That's oh, wow. They're really good. Oh, I love that. No, that I that could, is not your bat mitzvah. I could for parties. So it means Just you don't a, get a Wow, you of... really like karaoke. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Gospel Loki. This is amazing. Gospel Loki. Instead of having the machine and some cheesy guy, you've got like five gospel singers. Which is and so they just, much better. And they sing with you. That, that oh my god. Fun. So you feel like the, the child in Romeo and Juliet, Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, brother and sister. So you can have that, everybody's free. Yeah, yeah, Otherwise, yeah. you're bloody Lauren well, Hill. I think I sung... Winner, winner. Like a soul... I think I sung like a... Your love... That one. Is lifting me higher... Jackie Wilson. ...than I've ever been but, lifted before. And then you have that... So keep it up. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah fabulous. Your parties sound fun. Yes, but not the year before because I chose the wrong song and it ruined What the was whole. the wrong oh song? Oh, God, it was an 80s song oh. and it was just... I, I, it was a last-minute swerve <laughs> and it ruined everything because I couldn't get the key and it was very embarrassing. But, yes, what's your karaoke then? I mean, your own... I don't what, what? like it. You don't like singing? But I do like the idea of I gospel songs. Songs. <laughs> I just kind yeah. of... Well, you've got a great voice. Yeah, I just you don't. I've got a gorgeous voice. If it's voice. the right song. No, yeah, you've just given no. us four different songs well, you and were they're all brilliant. No. At school? No. No? No, I wasn't. You could be. A choir boy? Yeah, well, you kind of look a bit choir boyish. What do you mean? I, I, I that little strong. angelic face. You don't think it's too late? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit late. I think I've missed that. So, okay, we came, we, we managed to have you over for dinner because we are celebrating. Oh, hold on. If I'm on to that. Am I okay? 36.9. Oh, I've gone down. 
36 dead. <laughs> no, not dead. <laughs> 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 Thirty-six on the nose. On the nose. So Not what you're you, dead. Let me see what what's your thirty-six <laughs> I didn't pronounce dead. You dead. No. What are you? So what are you? I don't, you'll have to tell me. Thirty-six eight. Thirty-six eight. I've you, gone up. Yeah, you yeah. have. Michael, you are hysterical. You are brilliant, and you have your Netflix show that is out. It's out on Tuesday. It's the 15th. It was probably already out. So it's just come out. It's just come out. You can watch it now because I've seen the weather forecast and it's a, like a bloody Wednesday. heat wave. So no one's going to watch <laughs> no. anything. It Everyone's going to be outside yeah. in, the, in the garden. Yeah. So when you want to come in the garden, watch the yeah. Netflix special. It's called Showman or and Showman. That's you. How would you say it? Showman. 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 Because some people go Showman. Showman. What do you say? I don't know. Did it's you choose the title? Yes. So you no. must have an opinion. My opinion is this. What? I think I change sometimes <laughs> between showman and showman. 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 Would you say it's the greatest showman? Or the greatest showman? Well, I, I'm familiar with the word man, and I normally say it like man, so why has it suddenly become man? <laughs> showman. The greatest showman. I think it's showman, and it's on Netflix. And in order to watch it, I don't know how you find it. Type my name in? Because you know everyone's Netflix is individual to them. Yeah. So if you've never watched any other comedy, it probably won't come up. <laughs> well, you just, yeah, put Showman in. <laughs> showman. showman. Yeah. <laughs> put Showman Anyway, in. I hope you enjoy it. Um, and you, it's been a pleasure being here. I've had great fun. Oh, good. I'm good. a little bit drunk now. But you're so fun. You're so nice. You've got a hilarious relationship with pair of you. Oh, uh, well, thank you. You know, yeah. really. Yeah. I really like both of you a lot. This is great. I, if, if my new Jewish neighbours are half as entertaining, as you guys, they probably I will be. be putting that house on the market. <laughs> Jesse, I'm with Michael on this one. I think stretchy bolognese will be my last meal. You're changing from a roast? Yeah. A Christmas I think dinner? Because I could not live without stretchy bolognese at least once a week. And if Do you have it once a week? Yeah, at least. You're just making a little spag bowl for yourself? Yeah. I made such a good one last year. Last week. Did you? I made it with beef stock. But, like, we usually just crumble in an oxo cube. I made it with, like, fresh beef, beef stock. It was heaven. Absolutely delicious. Anyway, thank you so much to Michael McIntyre. Thank you for listening to Table Manor Second Helpings. We hope you're enjoying it. Let us know if you're enjoying these past episodes. Email us at hello at tablemannerspodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week for another Table Manor Second Helpings. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 